Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, hey, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey. I guess they're all happy. It's episode 117 of 5 by 5 of the Movies. How y'all doing? Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm in that weird in-between Christmas and New Year's that everyone else is mm, in. The, the holiday taint, as yeah. uh, Doug Benson loves to call it. I, like, I was going to talk about him in a second. That's funny. Um, you know, it's I feel very, uh, let's say, abrasive and meandering. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, did you have a good Christmas? Uh, yeah. Did you eat anything pretty good? good? Pretty good time. Lots of good food. Like what? Like a, uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> did you eat me ham? <laughs> I did. It was ham. delicious. <laughs> I've been waiting for a reason to use the ham button for so ham. long, and Christmas has just presented like, itself. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Hmm. You like went out of your way to to buy and cook a ham just so you could use that button. <laughs> That's not true. I would never. All right, um, so I have some some interesting uh, housekeeping to do. Okay. So this week there are no reviews. We're not in the charts. There's no new emails and there's no new Patreon supporters. Nice and streamlined. Nice and streamlined <laughs> show. But I have not gone to check the stats for the show in quite a while Word. since the last time I brought it up. And, uh, you know, I, for the longest time, I'm like, all right, we got about 4,000 active listeners. And then, like, uh, when I talked to someone at 5x5, five five, they're like, you actually have 6,000 active. And I went by. <clears throat> so I went into our stats. I took out all the double listeners throughout the month. And, like, mm. you know, there's, a, there's like, a, a formula to figure out how many non-Apple users you have. It's, like, you know, 20% or whatever. Okay. Uh, how many active listeners do you think we've had in December so far? I mean, so the month is almost over. Yeah, this is the, um, but there's five Tuesdays in this month, or Wednesdays, whatever. Okay, so unique week to week. I'm guessing 6,000 is what they were saying? Incorrect. <laughs> and this is not week to week, this is for the entire month, because not everyone listens to every episode, mm. but unique people listening to our show, it's 9,000 really? for the month of December, Wow, which is almost dwarfed by November. Ooh. Which was 12,000 active listeners hey. for our show. That's really big. We're catching up to some other. Hey, thanks bigger... for listening, y'all. So here's what I want to say. You know, they say, um, you know, do what you love. Don't don't mm-hmm. count downloads. Don't count people. Don't try to monetize, you know. And, uh, you know, by the time this show is out and after a week, we're going to have well over 12,000 in December. Word. Uh, and that's almost three times as many listeners we had a year ago. Yeah. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart. Where the fuck is my Patreon money? <laughs> there are so many of you <laughs> listening to this show. Go to patreon.com and subscribe. To the Give us a fucking dollar a month. God damn it. Where's, where's our sponsors? We gotta, listen, if you give five bucks a month, we're going to do a sponsorship for you. There's, there's 12,000 of you every month listening to this show. Give us some motherfucking money. 12,000 poor people. Yeah. My kind like of people. Yeah, sure. We're all, I mean, like, look, we'll go, listening we'll, to free entertainment. We'll all eat the rich together. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm saying pretty this, good at seasoning. Uh, <laughs> s- someone I know, let me know that Elon Musk has moved to Austin. He lives off mm. Mount Bonnell. Uh, <laughs> I will eat any part of his body. I don't give a shit. I will fucking murder you and eat a piece of your body. I hope you're listening, Elon, because I am going to fucking eat you. <laughs>
fuck you. Uh, but more importantly, uh, I'm really excited that we have this many listeners. That means we're starting. It's weird that we're not hitting the charts. Yeah, that means people are telling other people. Yeah, it's, and, it's spreading around. Thank uh, you guys. Yeah, that, that and I do like lot. that most of our reviews are like it's pretty good. They're they're a little rough. They're a little you know abrasive <laughs> or meandering. Not my favorite podcast, but I listen to but it. But yeah, but it's informative, <laughs> and I'll take that. Uh, so my goal for 2021 is to get four people out of these 12,000 to give us like five bucks a month. Yeah. Because boy, do we need some fucking money. Mm-hmm. I got the IRS <laughs> up my ass. Yep. I got that, shit to uh, buy. Uh, unemployment extension is basically 10 weeks instead yeah. of the 16 that was sure. <laughs> originally planned. Mitch McConnell bumped the, the $2,000 uh, bonus, so we're only getting mm-hmm. 600 I'm trying to start a Twitch <laughs> channel just to make some money. <laughs> yeah. We need some look, motherfuckers. Uh, there's twelve thousand of you, and I love each and every single one of you. I'll kiss every single one of you on the mouth after COVID's over. Yeah, like, after COVID, can I, get I will. I will kiss every single one of you on the mouth. But for the love of fuck, someone go to Patreon.com slash five by five by five the movies. You get free ad space. We don't have any ads rolling. You'd be the only one. Five bucks a month gets you an ad. <laughs> a little more than that gets you a weekly ad. Uh. For the equivalent of eleven dollars, you know, a week, you could have a weekly ad. <laughs> and I mean, at this point, I'll read your ad for twenty minutes. I don't give a shit. I'll read whatever. I just need some money. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Damn, what's just what? gonna read somebody's short film script? <laughs> oh, I fucking, wait, weren't we talking to hippie hater about that for a long time? Like, it's about him just going around killing fucking hippies. <laughs> I better put my phone on silent so it doesn't pop up. All right, what's the number one film in a movie? In the number one, <laughs> whatever. This is what I get for looking at my phone. <laughs> number one world in the movie. Damn. Uh, what's the number one movie in America, Dan? Uh, I'm gonna have a, a hazard a guess and say it's Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> correct, absolutely correct. It's made the most money. How much money do you think it made? You probably uh, looked at this. The article. It got spoiled. Asshole. Uh, 16.7 million, yeah, the most money during at, the pandemic. At least, at least like quadrupled what any other oh, debuting yeah. movie is. Blue Tenant so out of the motherfucking water mm-hmm. for opening. Uh, good for and, you, man. And uh, that's with a simultaneous digital release. So that's that, that's. Something. And while places like Austin are in stage five, the absolutely <laughs> worst <laughs> stage of the pandemic so far, it's doing great. Um, we're gonna talk about that movie later. I'm gonna say this: I love Patty Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I did not love Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> but we'll yeah. get into that. Uh, other movies of note: News of the World. I don't know what that movie is. 2.3, The Crudes, A New Age, 1.7, Monster Hunter, 1.1. But Promising Young Woman came out. I, I thought it was just coming out on Hulu or something. Mm. But it actually came out in theaters, too. Uh, made $719,000. That's great for an independent just, neon film that I didn't know was coming out in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, coming out on the same day as the right. the yeah most sure. anticipated blockbuster release of the year. <laughs> sure. Now, uh, with... Uh, the success of Wonder Woman 84 in theaters, mm-hmm. despite the HBO Max uh, thing happening, it helped movie stocks unilaterally yeah. across the board. Hallelujah. So, like, uh, <laughs> was it Cinemark got a 7% boost while others got between 4 and 7, mm-hmm. and AMC hit what they're calling their break-even point for the year. Hey, not um, going bankrupt. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what that means exactly, their break-even. Like, to me, when I was a business owner, that means, okay, my expenses for the year have been met, everything Yeah, you're just not making profit. profit. Yeah. Right. So, like, 
but I thought they were in dire, dire straits. Unless, like, mm-hmm. the vast majority, that $16 million went to them. And even then, I would think they're... I remember them saying they're, like, a billion dollars in debt. But, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. If, uh, hopefully, the same business. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Now, uh, Soul also came out. And, like, all the news of Soul is kind of fucking dwarfed. Yeah. Because Wonder Woman was such a big blockbuster. And Soul's, you know, Pixar yeah. is usually a big deal, but not as big yeah, as superhero but, And movies. it was also straight to streaming without the theatrical. Right. So, yeah, that was, was going to be tough. Now, if you don't know what Soul is, that was the latest Pixar movie that was going to be in theaters, but mm-hmm. then is on Disney Plus because that Disney wanted to respond to the HBO Max news. Yeah. And so. with like Trolls and the Groods doing so well, sure. and they're just like, all right, well, we'll take the extra subscribers. That, so you know, now it's funny you bring up subscribers. We, we got Disney money. <laughs> so let's talk about that. And I think this is very askew. So here's what news outlets mm. are reporting. It sound the the chair just made it sound like I was farting really weirdly. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna assume you were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't make my uh, Doug Benson joke. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. It was gonna be like do what you love and you'll never uh, work a day in your life. And I was originally gonna call the uh, the podcast Keith loves movies, but some asshole took that. All right, never mind. Not bad. God, this podcast is meandering and abrasive <laughs> as fuck. All right. Wonder Woman 84 versus uh, Soul. So HBO Max had an extra 554,000 downloads mm. of their app. Okay. Right at, when on Christmas when it came out. Yeah, when, that's that's hard to tell if it's somebody who like already had it on their TV but wanted to rewatch it on their phone later in bed. So, or... yeah, this does not count Roku or Fire Sticks. Okay. This is only app store downloads. So you're right. Yeah. It has to be like on a phone. So it's like a, a phone or an iPad. Right. Or, yeah. Disney Plus had 2.3 million downloads. That mm. is for uh, almost five times as much. Wow. So that's a big, oh, four times as much. Uh, So that's a big deal. And now the the Roku app just came out. So that might have been like people downloading the Roku app yeah. over the last week have, like in preparation for this. And mm-hmm. um, people that got yeah, like... I, I know like as soon as it was available, I put it on my same. Roku. Yeah, yeah, and I had you set mine up. Yep. I like that <laughs> when... Uh, it doesn't do this on the on the computer or on the phone, but on the, on the TV, on the Roku app, mm. when you click your name, it says hi. So when I hit Ruckus, it says hi, <laughs> Ruckus. Yeah, and like it feels that. like they care, Dan. <laughs> It feels like they're happy to see me. Uh, that's that's right up uh, WB's line. Yeah, it's the, sure. They want to make you feel like you they care. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, so like, whether those, uh, you know, are askew or not, I think more people are talking about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think Soul's kind of under the radar. Yeah, which I, I think Disney also knew was going to happen when they moved it to just streaming. And it coming out on the same day as sure. Wonder Woman. All right, uh, I want to. I want to. And that, so, like, what this podcast always says news and reviews, and we review very, very <laughs> infrequently. And because we're in the the taint of holidays, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of news. So let's crank out some reviews real quick. Yeah. Have you seen Soul? I haven't yet. I was okay. gonna watch it the same day as Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman made me cry, and I was like, "But that was gonna be what Soul was gonna Did do." Did it make so you I- cry because <laughs> it was not good? <laughs> I really liked it. We have very different oh my God. views okay. on this. Sorry, me... I feel like it wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. Okay, let me talk about Soul. Soul's mm-hmm. not for me. I don't really like Pixar all that much. You love Pixar. I love Pixar. I, fi- so... I figured I was going to need a box of tissues to watch it. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> I have a box of tissues for a different reason. All right. Uh, so, so uh, I don't 
typically enjoy them because most Pixar movies are like, hey, we're talking toys and we don't explain why. Hey, it's talking cars and we don't explain why. <laughs> I like shit that's a little more... Like, I liked Wally because I'm like, that's more believable to me than all toys are fucking magic. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just... I can buy into cartoons so, way easier. Right. So now this didn't have it. This is very grounded in reality. It's, it's about mm. the afterlife. Yeah. I think it's ballsy for such a Christian company to dive into an afterlife <laughs> with no Christ figure. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, tip of the hat to them for doing that, and I love, yeah. I loved that idea. Well, that's that's kind of Pixar's thing because sure. they they also did like with Coco, they right. were like, sure. hey, we're just gonna do a straight up like Mexican Latin American sure. thing. <laughs> uh, I like the main character. I identify with the main character a lot. He's kind of like a musician that tried really hard to make music happen, but like mm-hmm. didn't really work out for him. Uh, I am seeing articles that there's a lot of white savior backlash, which is a word I, I forgot mm. 10 minutes ago. Uh, but over, uh, overall, I'm giving it a solid meh plus. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't watch it again, but I was entertained most of the time. I will say I found myself checking my phone a lot during that like obligatory flashback scene where every theater go every theater every main <laughs> character goes through like their crisis and they think about what happened to them over the last two hours and then they change mm. like every fucking Pixar movie in the history of Pixar movies. <laughs> So during that, I was like, I get what's going on. So you mean a winning pattern? Right. During during the frowny scene that happens in every single one where they're like, okay, now I'm sorry. Uh, I was checking my phone. When they learn the lesson. Right. But it's the same. It's the same shit every fucking movie. Yeah. Learning a lesson. If you just say just learning a lesson is the I'm thing. saying there's the then exact... yes, they all learn a lesson. Right. I don't have a problem with that. I'm saying that there is a shot in every one where it's like, you know, top of head to shoulders, they're looking straight down and frowning, and there is a flashback scene, and then they look up with their eyes bright and say, Bing, I just understand what I did wrong, and then they go fix it. Yeah, every I mean, single that's, one. That's, uh, that's like the Pixar shot. You know what Pixar movie I love? Toy Story 3. And I don't like all the Toy Story mm. because it's something new because of that fucking Holocaust scene. Because <laughs> I was ill prepared. The scene where the, all the toys are like, we're about to fucking yeah, but die. And then, the, then the, the bear has that moment where he right. goes and realizes but I saw something happens. new. <laughs> right. Sure, you're so right. Don't discount the, but this the is rest like, of the movie. This is like eight more Pixar movies <laughs> since then. The pattern has gotten worse. <laughs> This is before I caught on. Anyway. I'll have to keep my eye out. Look, but, you can't defend yeah. the movie. You haven't fucking seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I'm just... I, All right. I generally enjoy it was, more. Right, sure. Of course you do. It just wasn't for me. But Solid Man Plus. All right. Now we can both talk about Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not as fun as the first one for me. Okay. I thought like they tried to bring in a lot of humor, but I think that they relied on the time and... Uh, background of the movie to give you the humor. Yeah. yeah I was, loved the mall very scene. Much, hey, we're in the 80s. It's fun. Right. I didn't know that they took over an old abandoned mall and redid it. Mm-hmm. Like, very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they did the the, uh, the same or a similar thing with uh, Stranger Things. Right, sure. One the, the one in the 80s. Yeah. The, there, the, <laughs> the one with the mall in it. I, I think there's like a couple too many bash them over the head things with the 80s stuff mm. uh i i don't understand why we only got one now because i was fucking waiting for it the whole movie and i love the wonder woman theme yeah i think they they would try that maybe they did it too subtly because i did notice a bunch of times uh that they were doing like the the seven eight rhythm 
Okay. And I didn't as catch part it. of the score, but without sort of evoking the full on theme. Okay. Well, maybe I'm just not, I, I'm not known for my subtlety. I'm known for being <laughs> abrasive and meandering. Yeah. Uh, I think they were trying to work up to it paying off at a certain time and, I, and maybe they just, it didn't, you know, I saw a film critic, right? There's a really amazing hour 45 movie buried in here. Mm. Um, I did not That's care. True. I was I was thinking uh, going back to last week when I said uh, Patty Jenkins said that she likes to let let things go kind of long and have slow pacing. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah, you could have cut out some more time yeah. out of this. Like, one. And now let's talk about the longest scene I didn't care for. Which uh, again, I'm trying to be as spoiler free as possible. Mm-hmm. This is in the this, this is, is in, in the, the trailer, trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they're flying through fireworks. Yes. And fireworks <laughs> are correct me if I'm wrong. Explosives. Yeah, I believe they're basically like uh, concussion grenades. So a uh, little backstory: <laughs> One time, me and Dan set off at well, me Dan was outside, <laughs> set off a giant fucking firework uh, out front of the house, <laughs> and yeah, it is. They are scary. You can feel the force from them. They're active like it's like uh you know like you're at a metalworking shop and there's just sparks and they're bouncing off you know they're explosion (laughs) and he is a war pilot he should know that (laughs) and that that scene like visually spectacular but didn't need to be as long as it was it was just a Mm -hmm. lot of that it was like almost like the movie titanic and it's pacing at some points where it's like look how beautiful this is but didn't have the budget to make it look as beautiful as they wanted Mm. um uh, what yeah. is, uh, things I liked, I fucking loved Pedro Pascal and I loved Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig. Yeah, I like them both way more than I thought I was going to from the trailers. Sure. I, I wish they hadn't given up on the Kristen Wiig storyline halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I feel like they had a lot of ideas and they just, they wanted to do two movies in one and that's why it's so long. Yeah, Almost that seems as long to be two movies. DC's biggest problem is yeah. that they want to do like three movies worth of stuff right into into two movies and then warner brothers is like well how about you do it in one they yeah right <laughs> but they, keep all of the things you right. wanted to do they put so much time and effort in her character in the setup and then gave her this arc twist that she didn't earn because they didn't show the turn of it mm-hmm. you know uh yeah I did not think I was going to like Pedro Pascal in this because he looked so much like Nathan Fillion. It was uncanny valley to me. <laughs> I did. Uh, I didn't like in all the trailer stuff. I'm like, oh, he's just he's Trump. I get it. I don't. I don't yeah. want this. Yeah, I thought it was going to be one very one dimensional, and he wasn't. Now mm-hmm. you pointed out to me that <laughs> I don't like father son stories. Correct. So <laughs> I don't care for his relationship with his son and that mm-hmm. being like a motivator. I don't buy a lot of it just because i don't have a positive uh mm-hmm. <laughs> mentality when it comes to fathers but uh you know i i did like him and like there's there's like this this epoch you know this this top of what he does when he's like trying to become powerful mm. but i think he is incredibly active i think he does not stick the landing as much as he could have mm. uh and uh kristen wig again they're just like they might as well have taken a squirt bottle and shot water at her and said get <laughs> uh there's an after credit yeah, scene. They they also treat her uh, again, trying to not spoil spoil anything. But at the end, her like the the quote unquote end of her arc in the movie. Yeah, uh, they kind of keep it ambiguous. Yeah, to bring her back. To yeah, to leave the option open to bring her back later, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah, uh, I like the after credit scene, and I like the idea oh, of yeah, where yeah, that's yeah. gonna split off and become yeah a little little teaser maybe for the sure. uh, for the next related thing um but uh 
Oh yeah, I have a note here that says, how the fuck is she a secret by the time Bruce Wayne's around? <laughs> because she is just out in public in the 80s doing shit. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the kind of bug me. Again, it was in the trailer, the mm-hmm. her taking the tiara and killing the her uh, batarang the, the yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> taking out all the cameras. Sure. Which would have made more sense had that been the first shot of the action sequence. Sure. Where you see like the cameras going out and then she catches the batarang tiara and puts it on her head and that's the reveal that she's there. But she's like already swung around and was clearly in the camera's view. The cameras are they, they're not just a live feed like they get recorded right there's so, also a lot of like you're being real bad at she's hiding. going around saving people but it's only like her lasso or her boots and we don't see her but it's daytime everyone else is fucking yeah exactly her. just <laughs> just because we don't see her doesn't mean the cameras and all of the other people in this universe aren't full-on looking at her yeah uh, i don't like the crown batarang <laughs> and i never have and i never will but mm-hmm. again whatever yeah I'm like, I'm I'm okay with it in the context that like a lot of DC is like magic got it, sure. But yeah, it could have been used a little better. At first, I was like, "Where the fuck is her sword?" We always see her with the sword, but they kind of acknowledge in the movie that she's not down for like having swords. Like, yeah, and I feel like the the her use of it in the first one was like it, it was the god killer, sure. and I'm not I'm not trying to kill a god at the right. moment. Sure, <laughs> sure. Maybe it's you know back at the apartment. <laughs> Right, yeah. for if i need it later badass apartment <laughs> yeah. uh, uh i saw a couple articles like this and i said every uh you know this movie was when i say it's not for me i don't mean it's not my cup of tea i'm like they did not make this movie necessarily for me i think this is for you know geared much more towards you know and uh a female audience yeah uh or people that have very fond memories of superman 78 it was very mm. reminiscent i've seen articles yeah, that, like this yeah, is a donner this is a love story Br- to Superman Bright 78. And sparkly yeah. and fluffy and yeah. It's just that I don't care about that Superman at all. And I don't, <laughs> it just, it's not for me. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Now, for all these negative things, I will watch this again and I will probably watch it more than once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed Yeah, I already kind of had it on in the background yeah, while I was sure. doing something again. <laughs> it was a lot, it was, you know, there were really good parts. I do want to point out that little Wonder Woman played by Lily Aspel, the one that uh, does like mm-hmm. the. The yeah, the little, little girl with the freckles. Uh, did all her own stunts. Nice. Because I guess how do you oh, find she's a She's going to be a fucking star when yeah. she grows up. That's how can amazing. you get a stunt double for a oh, nine-year-old? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, which I thought was cool. I didn't care for <laughs> that scene as much because like they built this arena, but then like the sport is not in the arena. It's like it, the training. It was very not clear as to Very what, not clear. Like, I got it what, halfway when through. When they were actually starting the competition and what was just like sort of spectacle for the right. audience. Because there was a ball at some point. at the same time. I'm or, like, uh, got it. Amazon Quidditch. But then the ball was part of the training, not part of the sport. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah, it was them either warning, warming up to do the thing, and they didn't yeah. really. Yeah, that was so weird. I mean, I'll give this a C plus. I'll watch it again. Yeah, you liked again, it more than I did. Very cool sequence. Could have just yeah. used maybe a little more explanation of right what was happening. Uh, I th- I think I had unfair expectations of this movie going into it mm. because it's been so long since I've seen a fucking blockbuster <laughs> yeah you know true. had this just come out normally in theaters and i've been watching movies for the last month nine yeah. months I, I probably would have been like this was great yeah but i had an unfair expectation of yeah it. what was really the last blockbuster we got may have been a year ago because i never watched mulan but even like um like black widow yeah was supposed to be like march and yeah. that was like after a couple of months it had sure. gone since the last one 
So it might be like straight up a year since the last. Sure. You know, big blockbuster. So that's what I'll say about it. I'll watch it again. I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, Warner Brothers, two two days after it came out, said, uh, we're going to go ahead and green light number three. Mm. And then Gal Gadot responded like, well, that's fucking news to me. Um, <laughs> like, oh, interesting. I haven't signed anything that right. says that that's a thing. <laughs> but she did say, I'll come back if PJ comes back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and has a good story. And then immediately Patty Jenkins says, oh, yeah, I'm coming Oh, yeah, back. I got stories for days. Yeah, I already wrote, I wrote it. I wrote it four years ago before you offered <laughs> I, me I don't the know job. If you know. I get shit done. <laughs> I get shit done. And then Gal Gadot said, okay, she's on board. I'm on board. Everyone's on board. There we go. We'll get number three. And the number three, <laughs> what they say, will be released in theaters. Okay. Which I guess is a I'm sorry, uh, and will also be set. In <laughs> well, con- uh, that maybe they they feel more confident that there's already two vaccines out sure. now. That like by the time they've shot and edited sure. and made it, <laughs> uh, they also said that number three will absolutely take place in contemporary times. Okay, good. Uh, Gal Gadot. I think I mentioned this another week, but um, yeah, I wonder if that also has to do with Zack Snyder's Justice League will come out, and then they'll make the decision whether they're getting back on the Snyder right. train verse, sure. or if they're just gonna let Patty do sure. whatever, and they don't have to be related anymore. Gal Gadot really wants to fight Black Adam. Yeah, she really wants to fight the Rock because who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, now, while we're talking about Gal Gadot, I want to say this: uh, she has uh, gotten some backlash lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, some lashback. Some lashback, <laughs> which is what I called it. You know, twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Fuck you. I have a I have a button for Fuck that. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> quartet, back me Fuck up. You. Thank you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, wait, I timed that perfectly. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the whole uh, studio here switched around, so everything's on my left <laughs> hand now, so I'm happy I got that. Uh, she's getting some lashback uh, over uh, Cleopatra. She's uh, mm. going to be the next... Ge- Every generation has a giant Cleopatra film. This is going to be yeah. ours. Um, and she she put out a response to this, which I think is a, <laughs> a little too protesting, but yeah. here's what she says. First of all... <laughs> it's my favorite way to answer a woman who is very used to people mansplaining things to her yeah i also want to point out i'm pretty sure gal is israeli is she not yeah i I wouldn't say she's middle eastern i wouldn't say she's white (laughs) no uh but she says first of all if you want to be true to the facts then cleopatra was macedonian we -hmm. were looking for a macedonian actress that could fit cleopatra she just wasn't there i'm sure in all of macedonia you couldn't find one actress sure uh (laughs) But I was very passionate about Cleopatra. I have friends from across the globe, whether they're Muslims or Christian or Catholic or atheist or Buddhist or Jewish, of course. People are people. Yeah. (laughs) And with me, I want to celebrate the legacy of Cleopatra and I are the amazing historical icon I admire so much. You know, she wasn't exactly a good guy, but, you know, we all got to talk about that. (laughs) She says, you know, anyone can make this movie and anybody can go ahead and do it. I'm very mm. passionate. I'm gonna do it my um, on my own too. So my favorite like part like <laughs> vibe of this is she's like, make your own fucking Cleopatra movie. <laughs> you don't fucking like it? Make your own fucking <laughs> Cleopatra movie, then motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, which I love. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, you know what? It's free IP. Fuck you. <laughs> you ain't yeah. gotta pay nobody to make it. Just you, you go make it. Yeah, that's that's kind of fantastic. Yeah, I, I like. 
No, not to say, you know, like, again, like, not my place to tell, like, if if someone says that something's being appropriated, it's never my position to say, no, yeah. it's not. Again, I do like the idea of, like, you don't like it, make your own fucking movie. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> something about that. Uh, God, Israeli chicks are badass. Like it, it can't be whitewashing if you're not right. white. <laughs> uh, HBO Max uh, says they are planning to release two DC movies a year on HBO Max from here on out. Yeah, uh, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, part of that in the Dan news. Right, we'll keep moving. Uh, but the, yeah, we talked about uh, weeks past. The Furiosa movie is going to have uh, the main characters mm, being yeah, played by Anna Taylor prequel. Joy. Mm-hmm. It's a prequel to Mad Max Fury Road. But I've since watched Queen's Gambit, and now I'm much more excited because I fucking love Ooh, Anna yeah. Taylor Joy. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, it's um, it's getting a release of 2023, and then it kind of dawned on me, <laughs> I don't want to live that long. <laughs> like that's it's years from now like when i look at like marvel's schedule i'm like oh here's movies to 2030 i'm like 10 more years of this shit i'm good man that's you want to stick around i'm i'm done speaking of 2023 <laughs> I mean, if, if it's all gonna be like this then yeah right yeah but <laughs> well hopefully like it's said, there's there's already two maybe three vaccines we'll getting around now so uh, Speaking of 2023, it has a release date, July 21st, 2023. James Gunn is tapped to write the animated half-live action, half-real-life <laughs> Coyote versus Acme movie. Okay. Set in I like, mean, if he's doing it, I'm in. Set in the uh, like, uh, Looney Tunes universe with the live yeah. action, the um, a Space Jam <laughs> 2 is going to be kind of like tied into this, but it's going to be about the Acme Corporation. It's called Coyote. Now, I hope it's just a courtroom drama oh, where he's like, God. every single one of your products has injured me. <laughs> you motherfucker. Coyote with like the black eye and the arm yeah. sling. And he's a wearing crutch. a suit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it has nothing to do with Roadrunner. Nothing to, it's just, uh, it's just 12, it's 12 angry men, but about Coyote versus about Acme. Acme. Faulty Acme products. Yeah. <laughs> John Lithgow plays oh, the CEO, God. just like in Santa Claus, the movie. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, <laughs> so, But James Gunn. So, yeah, again, I'm on board because I like James Gunn. <clears throat> Roadrunner is the 12th sure. juror that he's going to Oh, that's he's funny. He's going to convince. Mimi means guilty, motherfucker. Um, all right. Uh, ha- Hamilton the musical. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy over whether or not this was going to be allowed to be up for like movie awards because uh yeah because it, it was basically a filmed live performance right and it's streaming yeah so like but it has there's two like, strikes there against technically differences in that they one of the like the three ones that they filmed was without an audience right and it's all so close they ups. could get the close-ups and the weird angles that would the camera sure. would be blocking the audience so technically that was done like a movie but just in one big sure. take with a lot of cameras so it's yeah no, i didn't read necessarily that says that they're going to be nominated but the golden globes has basically opened the door saying this movie is able to be voted on for comedy slash musical and here's what i have yeah. to say about it golden globes history has its eyes on you <laughs> i previously thought that this was a helpless situation but i gotta say i'm satisfied they taught me an important lesson. Sometimes you have to wait for it mm-hmm. if you want to stay alive in this business. And, you know, just mm-hmm. to be nominated, that would be enough. Yep. And they didn't say no to this. Mm-hmm. And boy, when it comes to important decisions like this, <laughs> I want to be in the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. The cast isn't ready to take a break. <laughs> they want to one last time get their award to blow us all away. 
And at the end of the day, Lin-Manuel deserves uh, to know who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And that is the story of tonight. <laughs> boo. Thank you. Wait, let me get the boo button. <laughs> hey, Dan, that was a lot of the songs from yeah. Hamilton that yeah. I just put into that died. That's, that's I figured. I worked on that for four straight minutes. <laughs> no, right. I, I think they, they have a legit... Um, uh, claim to have to be a movie because they did the three separate performances, one without the audience that is being edited together as one seamless thing. The way you would make a movie, like it's <laughs> it's it's much less a taped live performance, right. which would traditionally be one, maybe two for like a comedy special. Usually does two right. nights, but sure. it's just those straight up with the audience live performances taped and presented as if you were a member of the then audience. I would let them be nominated for editing and sound. Yeah. Yeah. But I think again, they should be as well. Is, they didn't do anything different than the stage performance. I, I don't think it should be included in the movie awards. I think not under as like a comedy or musical because it's not done that way. Mm. I don't know. I, to me, it just feels, it feels a little lazy and like, I feel like a little bit like a, I almost said Oscar bait, but I guess globe bait. <laughs> Um, I mean, because it, it wasn't designed to be a movie. Right. It is a perfect filmed of, you know, adaptation of the state, not adaptation, but like a, a performance. I was say, yeah, that's that's sort of the key. Is so, it, okay, like, so is you it got technically two, an adaptation or So it's not? two performances and a rehearsal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nothing about it screams movie. Now this, I also love it. Obviously, I've watched it probably a hundred fucking times on Disney yeah. Plus, but I don't know. I, to, to me, no, they didn't make a movie. They filmed performances. <laughs> Whether or not they edited it any special way, they filmed yeah. performances of a live stage show. I mean, how much? Well, I guess, yeah. I, I was uh, def- mentally defeating my own argument with um, the, <laughs> the Les Mis version that they did oh, like, that's live a on fucking stage. Movie. <laughs> that's, that's got, yeah, big effects and yeah. all kinds of movie magic happening. Even though that Are they, you talking about the the... The Russell Crowe one? Yeah. And the Anne Hathaway? Mm-hmm. The first shot is that with the gigantic that, ship pulling it into the water. That's literally what I was picturing <laughs> in my <laughs> head. I was like, that you There's can't do that stage on the stage. There. No. Look down. Look <laughs> yeah. down. Man, I had that on the other day, remember? Just because I, <laughs> I needed something I could positively ignore to get some work done. And that is such a shitty fucking adaptation of a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a two five, six, that's one. definitely an adaptation and I am <laughs> good is man. a different story <laughs> i'm a really terrible singer but it gives me hope because i could at least have been in that fucking movie <laughs> holy fuck i saw and hathaway cut her hair for that yeah i saw a video breakdown of uh-huh. um of uh of javert's singing voice in the movie oh it's terrible and how that he could have done it better like he's uh-huh. actually like recorded a couple albums like uh right you know bruce willis or uh, sure. eddie murphy has in the past kevin bacon but like he's got a better voice than he did in the movie and it was right. probably he had like a teacher you know a vocal coach right or several different vocal coaches that were teaching him to do things differently that he wasn't comfortable with but he was like well these are the experts so let me do it you know in the thing you got to project like you're on a stage, but you're not because you're on a sound stage. You're right. making a movie like he could have just he could have done it better. But yeah, circumstance 
made it as bad as it right. actually was. I will say Sasha Baron Cohen and um, what's your oh, oh my god why am I who's Marla Singer? Helena Bottom Corner. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they both fucking nail it, and they're so fun to watch. And I would watch a whole movie based on those two characters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with their three names each. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Ham. Um. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I don't think it should be. I, th- I think they could do if they're making that argument, then give them any technical award, mm-hmm. but not for the people that actually went out and made filmed musicals. You know, they didn't go out of their except for one rehearsal. They didn't go out of their way to make this a movie. They didn't add anything to it other than angles. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's hard to know how much work they did or didn't do. Ham, because we don't know if they. I mean, presumably they didn't change the choreography, but they may have. Is that enough for you to to, to add them then? Uh, if it was changed in any way to make it a movie, then I think it counts. I I think the whole point was get the experience you got in the theater. The thing the thing I know they changed is they took out some of the curse words. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah, but that's just, yeah, because they knew it was going <laughs> to be Disney. That's it. I mean, if they made such a big deal out of that, they couldn't have changed much. <laughs> All right, moving on. Christopher Nolan says he's very interested in tying some of his films into or making adaptations of his films into video games. Okay. And I say, of course he is, because he lost all that motherfucking movie on t- movie money on Tenet. Because you made a big fucking mistake and lost all your motherfucking movie like, money, you dumb oh, shit. Okay, studio, make a Batman game based off of my movies to make your money back. It's funny you should bring up Batman. I was just thinking, like, what... Which of his movies would they make into a video game first? Inception. (laughs) Just walking (laughs) around on the ceiling. Uh, You know, uh, so they reached out to Christopher Nolan and said, hey, would you do voiceover to do some Batman games? And here's what he said. Fuck you! Fuck you! (laughs) Christian Bale. What did I say? Nolan? Nolan. Oh, I meant Christian Bale. Whatever. (laughs) I'm having a day. I'm being abrasive and meandering. All right, uh, you took that to heart, didn't you? I just like it. I kind of, <laughs> last week, I didn't name that episode that, and I'm really pissed off that I didn't. <laughs> Why, how could I not name that episode that? All right, uh, because of the threat of litigation, Warner Brothers may have to shell out $250 million to Legendary and other stakeholders for Kong versus Godzilla. Yep. Uh, so that uh, that's the full valuation of the film. That'd be like the tip of the iceberg, too, because they, they also... Are uh, stakeholders in Dune. Dune. They're bigger stakeholders in Dune than this, but they're confident they can change their mind on Dune. Mm. And they're kind of setting up this precedent. Like the first piece of litigation is for Congress. Like, look, look, maybe everybody's going to watch it at home and they're all going to be jazzed to see the second movie. And then the second right. movie is going to make a eight gajillion dollars in theaters. Right. <laughs> uh, they reached out to the board of WB for a, for a message and they came back with, fuck you. Uh, so good. <laughs> WB's MO. Yeah. And then AT&T also released a statement, and that yeah. statement was, Fuck you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you uh, not understand what my uh, underling was saying? No. Let me reiterate. Fuck you. Thank hey. you. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to break up the monotony. Hey, it's time for Dan News, and we have a jingle for that. Hey. Uh-oh, it's time for Dan News. You know it now. Hey. Right, Back on it. <laughs> I practiced. <laughs> it shows. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
So uh, I guess uh, <laughs> let's let's do something random, and then we'll get back into some more uh, stuff we've been talking about, kind of. Cool. So the random thing is Mark Hamill, delightful human being and uber nerd. Yeah. Uh, tweeted out a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and the, with the picture came the caption, I can finally cross this off my to-do list. Hashtag better late than never. Yeah. And what was the picture? The picture is him holding a power inverter. Right. Which you could say technically converts power. Sure. Is a power converter. Hallelujah. In front of a gas station named Tashi. Fucking love it. <laughs> so he I picked know, up some power converters and went Tashi to the Tashi station. station. <laughs> I want to know how far out of the way that station was for him. Like if this was an easy gag <laughs> or if he's like, this is a six hour drive. I wonder if he saw the station and was like i need to go get a power inverter that i can hold sure. in this picture sure where's the nearest hardware store I love... or if they just sold it in the like the mart attached to the gas station because sure. that would have been perfect i love how into star wars he is into nerdery anything in the picture he's yeah. wearing a celery stock lapel pin uh-huh that is uh the only other person on earth who's ever worn that is the fifth doctor Peter, oh, Peter Davison it was part of his costume nerd shit. and he's wearing a very extra long color striped scarf very much like the fourth doctor Tom Baker I for, I so for, he was just sure. wearing nerdery when that happened uh, I forget we've <laughs> talked about this there's a show about like uber nerds uh, that he was on and mm-hmm. like someone showed him Luke's lightsaber because he had the actual lightsaber prop yeah I've gone back and watched it like he doesn't seem to really care but then I realized like upon a rewatch the gears are in his head like i think he's trying to disprove it yeah he was or like, like absorb oh, did, what's happening yeah like is is this the one that i held 40 years ago right <laughs> because this guy is like i have luke's original light or the original green lightsaber at least mm-hmm but I, I think he's kind of like no you don't <laughs> yeah. or like how many people have claimed to have it mm-hmm. the uh yeah i wonder that? if that's yeah if that's that situation what else you got? Interesting. Um, so yeah, past uh, past delightful Mark Hamill stuff. Uh, Zack Snyder is just always talking to fans. Yeah, going on random people's podcasts, not ours, but that's cool. Uh, we we haven't reached out. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Not ours, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, that was a bracer. He's <laughs> he wants uh, Wonder Woman eighty four to have its time in the spotlight. Um, he's a, a producer on the movies. Like I love it a lot. It's you know I want it to you know have have its time. Um, but once things cool down from that. And probably in the new year, pretty early in the new year, we're going to have a lot more Justice League news, um, including a firm release date, which is looking like March March, something. Sure. But they'll actually give us a date and a final trailer uh, with a bunch of new stuff we haven't seen. At this point, we're so close. I don't want another trailer. I'm going to have to watch (laughs) it. I'm like, stop showing me shit. I'm yeah. going to watch well, it. He said it's um, in, a, I think, an interview with uh, Grace Randolph uh, uh-huh. when they were talking mostly about Wonder Woman 84. Um, they kind of did a little Justice League at the end. And I think he said that, um, uh, where was I going with this? The, um, trailer uh, stuff? Too much yeah, stuff? Yeah, there's still, it's going to be like a traditional trailer thing. Like we got, we got the first major you know we got the first teaser then you get your first regular trailer and then it's just the final trailer like they'll do 
little TV spots like they do for all the other blockbuster movies. Um, that they're they're doing a bunch of for WandaVision now that I won't watch because we're coming up. Right. <laughs> the TV spots, I feel like, are the ones that give away all of the, you know, I feel stuff. Like the older I get, the more I'm willing to wait. Mm. Like, couple year, like five years ago, I'd be like, give me the fucking trailers. I need to comment for every piece of information. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I need Screen Rant on YouTube to break it down, even though I don't <laughs> like the guy. Like, yeah, I need, I need somebody to go frame by frame yeah. and tell me what I missed. But now I'm like, just, I'll wait. Just show me the movie. <laughs> Um, so he, uh, he also said, um, said, uh, as for the stuff that's coming down the pike, um, he said, I have an idea of what it might be, but it's going to be cool. Uh, maybe something you don't expect. So that's fun. Uh, after that, you can probably expect another big trailer coming soon. That's the final trailer. Mm -hmm. And then whatever other cool activations we have. So it's going to be pretty crazy. So apparently they're doing like things for this okay. like tangible you know activations is what they call you know when they do I like hope a they fun just, thing at yeah. a comic-con sure uh i hope they just start giving people green lantern rings and then there's no green lantern in the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a big fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah you get like fuck one or two you. extra shots of the the like the before times you know <laughs> yeah battle at the beginning fuck <laughs> you <laughs> Fuck you. Um, and that was going to be all I had. But? But right before we started recording, Uh-oh. I saw a thing that made me realize DC has still learned nothing from their prior mistakes. <laughs> they still just want to be a copy of Marvel and they right. want to make that Marvel money. <laughs> uh, so what you alluded to earlier, uh, DC Films president Walter Hamada was uh, going Fuck around in you. interviews talking yeah. about... Uh, what's coming up with uh, HBO Max and DC Films. Yeah. Um, he said that the studio is looking to push out more HBO Max spinoff series that align mm. with theatrical film releases. These spinoffs will be television shows that run exclusively on HBO Max and intertwine with their movie counting parts. What does that sound like? Exactly yeah. what Marvel's doing with Disney+. It's Plus. like everyone at DC and Warner Brothers is like, they're amazing at running corporations and they're mm-hmm. good at branding. Yeah. They and have just real no bad at entertainment. What, yeah. They Fuck have no you. idea what to Fuck do with you. DC properties or what makes them good or interesting. Sure. <laughs> um, so his quote was, now... Every movie that we're looking at now, we're thinking, what's the potential Max spinoff? Oh, sure. Ugh. Hamada told the the New York Times, uh, already announced series are uh, Gotham PD, which will tie into the Batman, uh, yeah. the Peacemaker series with John Cena to tie uh-huh. into the Suicide Squad, yeah. and the Amazon series that'll tie into Wonder Woman sure. storyline. Uh, Hamada also revealed that Warner Brothers will run some films exclusively on HBO Max. Um, The plan is to debut the studio's more expensive films in theaters and release up to four a year in theaters starting at 2022. Oh, shit. That blows my story. They said two a year. Four in theaters. Uh, then we'll release other less expensive superhero films only on HBO okay, Max. So I said two the on The studio's Max. goal is two annually. So it's six DC films a year? Mm-hmm. Focusing on a riskier characters such as Batgirl and Static Shock. I am really excited for Static Shock. Yeah, so they're, it looks like they're going to do their A-list people. will get movies in theaters. You'll get your Shazam 2 and your Wonder Woman 3 and Aquaman 2. Okay. Um, 
maybe they're counting a, a Snyder cut, <laughs> you know, theatrical release is one of those. Do you um, think yeah, because we're getting a, a Keaton, they'll try to do like how Spider Man is, and we'll get like yes. all the Batman? You think we'll get a Christian Bale? Uh, part of yes! mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're getting Christian Bale, but part of what uh, the uh, Hamato was saying in those interviews was that they're using the multiverse as an excuse of why they have like two different Batmans sure. running at the same time. They're just going to be like, yeah, it's all connected. They're just different universes in sure. the multiverse. So we we can cross them over whenever we want to. I think that because Batman Beyond was trending on Twitter when they announced it was coming to HBO Max, mm. we're getting my fucking Batman Beyond show. Yeah. And that maybe they'll do that as a spinoff series. Maybe they'll do... You know, a but straight to HBO man. Max movie that'll sure. be, you know, part of the cartoon continuity. Like, right. Yeah. What else? So yeah. They're, they're trying to marvel the shit out of DC yeah. always and forever. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's, that's all. But, I got for but all they're news. doing is Thor <laughs> 2 in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're Fuck just you. making it dark for no reason. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make it dark, make it dark. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the file? Oh, I got it. Hey. This, this one's a real question. I want to know why we need the, if we need this. Mm. So uh, the director of the Rick Grimes Walking mm-hmm. Dead film, Rosemary Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Was th- that supposed to be like a trilogy as well? It still is. Okay. Uh, and she says it's hopeful that movie is coming out in 2021. This is So mm. I did not know that there is a spinoff series called The World Beyond. I knew about Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, there was like a third one that was supposed to tie into the more Rick Grimesy connecting yeah, him the back to the went. other yeah. series thing. So it's still yeah. supposed to be a trilogy. She's hoping the first one comes out 2021 this upcoming year. Uh but I'm like, do we care? Is it already over? Do we have enough zombie stuff? Like, I really liked Walking Dead for a long time, and now I kind of trail off. I'm like, I yeah. don't care. I really didn't and care for they're it. They're kind of doing it backwards, too, where it's like you do the the spinoff connecty stuff as right. a series and then do the big stuff in the movies. They're, sure. they're flipping it where they're like, here's the weird connecty stuff. That's going to be three movies. Right. Now, I hope. Now, uh, so a buddy of mine whose wedding I performed is a mm-hmm. prop guy on Fear the Walking Dead. Word. Uh, so I hope he has work for a very, very long time. At the same time, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about zombie shit anymore. <laughs> I'm over it. It kind of went in with the vampire shit. Like, I don't care about Morbius either, yeah. really. It's, it's weird how 10 years ago a zombie story with the potential to go on forever seemed awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and now sure. we're like, man, this has been going on forever, huh? No. <laughs> I really like if this is like more like the heyday of Walking Dead and like I do think the series suffered when Rick left. Mm. Uh, you know, like maybe it will be great and maybe I don't think we need this. I just hope it's good. Like again, yeah. there's a dangerousness to saying we're planning a trilogy. Mhm. The same thing. Uh, I listen. To, uh, so Dan Benjamin does like this morning show now, and I, mm-hmm. I watch him. And he's he he's always talking about whether it's podcasting. I think you do like take one thing and do it good. Yeah. You don't need to start a podcast network. You need to start a good podcast. Yeah. Do good. Do a good thing. So mm-hmm. I just want them to make one good you movie. You don't need to plan a spinoff series with every right. new DC movie sure. you're doing. <laughs> right. Just make yeah. something good. Uh, so I don't know if we need this. Uh, you know. Uh, there are 12,000 of you. Maybe someone wants to chime in. Hit, hit me on Twitter <laughs> at Keith Ruckus or, you know, give us some money on Patreon. Uh, last segment this week. It's 
time for news to lighten the moods, yeah? Ah, I got the fucking hat trick. All right. <laughs> this made me tickle because uh, on a former Why the Fuck Do We Need This File, we talked about mm-hmm. uh, Wedding Crashers 2. Yes, we did. Which is moving forward. <laughs> However, I was very happy to find out that both Jane Seymour and Christopher Walken both said they would be in it. Huh? Uh, because okay. one of my favorite lines in all of movie cinema history <laughs> is Christopher Walken screaming, Todd! That's good! You tell that mean ocean! Uh, <laughs> everything in that movie is fucking stupid. And it's like, it's the kind of nonsensical non sequiturs that are like, they give you a couple of seconds after to like let it sink in that something very bizarre just happened. <laughs> Death, you are my bitch lover! Like, And then Jane Seymour with the, call me cat, call me kitty cat. <laughs> you're not leaving till you feel them like <laughs> like the family is the best like the best parts of that movie are like when the family's just sitting around at the table and everyone's being real weird yeah it's all like all the side characters oh are so yeah. much better than watching Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn do anything close personal <laughs> friend Vince Vaughn uh, so uh, here's what Jane Seymour said we both uh, we both have said we'd love to or at least that's how I remember it I definitely said I'd love to I'm sure he would <laughs> He loved doing that movie. I read about these things all the time, uh, but no one's actually has given me a phone call. I don't know if I would be involved or not. I have to imagine they both would because, uh, you know, Owen Wilson ends up marrying Rachel McAdams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe not marrying her, but definitely dating. Like, Mm. I hope during it. Yeah. He also like they like he's the secretary of the treasury, but they never really expand on that. They just (laughs) he's just someone important. He's got a fucked up family. And I like that a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was made in the uh, in the era of we don't really nobody pays attention to what any of the secretaries do. Yeah, politics so, like, used to be boring. <laughs> yeah, politics. Like, I don't know. It be... sounds important. We'll just throw it out there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's plausible. It's like oh, I just got sad. Tre- <laughs> it's it's treasury, so that way we can uh, you know get get rid of uh, any any doubt of sure. where the family money comes from or anything like that. Right. Like, they are fucking rich. Yeah. Also, like the first movie I saw with Bradley Cooper, and I hated him. I liked him so much and stuff since, but I'm like, mm. oh, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Just based on his character. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, actors. That's what I'm saying. He's a great actor. Characters. <laughs> I'm a, he played it so well. I'm like, yeah. you see, I think I think it was earlier this week. Maybe we talked about it last week. That um, uh, an an ex Marvel exec. Didn't want him didn't to be want Rocket. Didn't want him to be Rocket, yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, if, he, if he's going to do a different voice, then why are we even paying you know, Bradley paying Cooper? Him? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you're paying him because he's a good actor. Sure. Because <laughs> he's going to make your thing good and people will like it and then go, oh, who is that? Oh, cool. That was Bradley yeah. Cooper. <laughs> if you want to really be blown away, there is a um, Inside the Actor Studio. Yes. With De Niro. I thought it was Sean Penn. You're right. Same, they have the same face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Bradley Cooper is an acting uh, student at the time. And he gets yeah. up and asks a bunch of questions. And I'm like, he's so earnest. I'm like, he wants to be an actor so bad. And he yeah. did it. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a great one for the feel good pile. <laughs> and if you out there listing want to feel good, mm-hmm. all 12 fucking thousand feels, of you. feels good to be altruistic. Yeah. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash five by five at the movies. Some, some poor people. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor an American. Look, if you got a product or a service, something non-political, uh, but I mean, you can get ridiculous. If you want me to call myself a piece of shit every week, uh-huh. I'll sell myself. I don't care. Just go to patreon.com slash five by five at the movies. You can give us a dollar. Doesn't help a whole lot. Why, Dan? Because we only get 37 cents. They take a big chunk of the dollar, but if you give five, we get a much bigger chunk. That's but nice. Hey, huh. It turns out even Twitch gives you a better deal. Yeah, Twi- <laughs> that's, that's Twitch 50, is weird. 50. Once I get my Twitch channel going, I'll put it out here. People can watch me build Legos. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, then there's a 55 tier where you get a weekly ad, but you can give, you can type in any amount. You can give us mm-hmm. 10 bucks, 15. Yeah, those, those are just the suggestions. You if can you do have, anything in between. If you have something you want 12,000 people worldwide to know or to care about or mm-hmm. to sell to, uh, hit us up. Yeah. You know, you got an online store, we're not, international shipping. And to be clear, we got we're people not people who want to buy your stuff. Yeah. We're not supposed to be doing this because we're technically <laughs> on a network where we're supposed to be sharing ad revenue, but. I don't care. What have they ever done for me? I wanted to call the show, the show Keep Love's Movies. <laughs> we, we've had a standing order with them yeah. for uh, get us a sponsor. Yeah, so let's sidestep that. You know, you know, let, let's take some money out of Dan Benjamin's pocket and put it in ours. Isn't that what everybody wants? I can't wait to clip this and send it to him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, give us some money. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone pointed out to me that at the end of every episode, I write, I write co-host, whoever it was, and most of the time it's you. Yeah. And so some people think that I'm Dan <laughs> because I'm the only name listed. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But I'm not Dan. I'm Keith. <laughs> Give me some money. Uh, thanks so much to everyone listening. All of you. Cause there's a lot of that, you know, all levity aside, I am really fucking excited that our numbers got so big, especially during a pandemic when nobody's fucking traveling. Yeah. It means you're taking time out of your day where you're stuck at home to kind of go into a different world and hear some fucking movie news. That's fucking rad. If you don't want to give us money, that's still okay. I'm happy you're listening. Yeah. It means that you, you know, what would have been worse if we were sat here <laughs> with a podcast where there's like 50 people listening, just you know, basically just jerk <laughs> yeah. it off in my office. That would have been weird. <laughs> Um, uh, it's already enough of that that happens on your own sure yeah that's why I got we have boxes of tissues for different reasons Uh, please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined there's so many of you and so few reviews Uh, email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any uh, questions concerns criticisms if you want to say I'm a little too meandering hit me up find us on Facebook at 5x5 at the movies all I do is post be sure to let Keith know how abrasive he is yeah I need more adjectives I'll get off the abrasive and meandering for the next review that's like you know what you're a little you're a little rough and off topic <laughs> I'm like rough and off topic fuck you <laughs> so really the, the listener's homework is to just get a thesaurus sure. <laughs> find the one you like the most leave yeah. it with preferably a five-star review yeah that one was four i accept that <laughs> yeah. we're not perfect nobody's yeah. perfect we'll still read it yeah i'm just saying you know five's better look if i get a, a one-star review i'll read it i'll just be angrier about it and the horse you rode in on thank you dan benjamin and the entire five by five network we'll see you next week with another five by five of the movies roll Roll credits. credits